Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. I'm thrilled to be back with you for another week to talk more about the things that matter to women like us. This week in Mentor Moment, I'm here to share with you that I'm accepting new mentees. If you're a professional woman in corporate, nonprofit, and educational leadership, and you're looking to make more money and have more impact in your career, I invite you to apply to the Mentor Me Accelerator program. I'm accepting new mentees for the October slash November cohort, and I invite you to join the cohort of women who are committed to advancing their career in meaningful ways. The Mentor Me Accelerator is an eight-week career advancement program specifically designed for new and mid-level professional women. And in the program, you'll go through the foundational principles of building a career that's aligned with who you are and how you show up in the world. We'll start with really talking about how you can articulate your strengths in a meaningful way and speak to your skill set. We'll then move into values and how who you are and how you operate in the world is aligned with your values and how those same values can help you identify what industries, impact areas, functional areas, and position titles you should be seeking at this stage in your career. From there, we'll move into your materials, making sure that you understand how to update your resume, your cover letter, and your LinkedIn to speak to your expertise and attract employers on paper. Then I'll teach you how to job search. Often professional women think they know how to job search, but their approach is full of strategies that cause them overwhelm, doubt, and fear. I'm going to teach you how to invite some ease into your job search process through strategies that I've developed over my 15 plus years of mentoring women in corporate, nonprofit, and educational leadership. From there, we'll move on to interviewing and negotiation strategy, and I'll teach you how to negotiate everything from time off to flexible work schedules and, of course, salary, and how to interview employers so that you make sure you're identifying organizations that are a best fit. We'll also discuss your first 90 days on the job, ensuring that you know how to have impact from the very beginning of your new role. And I'll teach you how to manage up, how to lead from where you are, and how to make sure that you're leading from a place of empowerment, regardless of your title. And finally, we will conclude the Mentor Me Accelerator with a career development roadmap, where we'll map out the next 90 days of your career development and help you begin to take meaningful action on that work. If that sounds like what you're looking for, and you know you'd benefit from expert-level mentorship to help you advance your career, I invite you to apply to the Mentor Me Accelerator today at mentor-me.org. The first step is to go to my website and identify a time that will work for both of our calendars for us to hop on a call. You'll fill out an application to share your interests related to the program. And then on our call, I will invite you to tell me more about what's working well in your career, where you're stuck, and that will help me assess how I can best serve you as a mentor. If you're accepted into the Mentor Me Accelerator program, you will begin um, your orientation right away and get full access to all of the program curriculum. It is a really amazing program to be a part of, and there's no better time to join. Apply to the Mentor Me Accelerator program today at mentor-me.org. Next up in I Digress, I'm here to talk about Brave Space. I was recently challenged by a mentor of mine to talk about my values, more about my values, how um, I operationalize those values and, and what those values mean to me and, and how I operationalize 
operationalize those values in my coaching practice, you know, as a mentor to professional women. And she also sort of challenged us to talk about how we create safe space for the women who are in um, our programs or the women who we serve through mentorship or coaching. And, you know, it's interesting because I challenged her a little bit and I said, you know, I don't really believe in the concept of safe space, particularly for women or women identified people. I really believe that that sets up a false narrative that sets up like some codependency. And I think some, it doesn't always allow you space to challenge people because when people think of safety, they think of comfort. And if I were to sit around and sort of talk about, oh, this is a safe space, this is a safe space. And then you get into, you know, a mentoring session with me and I'm really challenging you to think differently about your career. I'm challenging you to really advocate for yourself in the workplace, or I'm challenging you to sort of step away from some myths that you might believe about the world of work and and step into a new way of thinking. When you're uncomfortable, you might say, oh, I'm so frustrated because this doesn't feel safe. I don't feel protected. I don't feel, you know, um, cared for. But the concept of brave space really allows me to challenge you for us both to be brave, for me to challenge you, even though I know, you know, that you're sort of paying me to serve you and for you to be challenged and be brave enough to accept the challenge of new thought or a new way of thinking or a new approach. And so I'm really excited to bring this topic to the podcast, this idea of brave space and, and really inviting women to sort of maybe step away from that idea of safe space, because I don't think it's as productive as, as we might think. And I think it creates a false narrative where we can't maybe challenge each other or, you know, push each other to, to shift our perspectives and our mindset and into a brave space that, and one in which you still can be supported, but that may challenge you in ways that might be uncomfortable and in ways that may not always feel safe. So I I first wanted to sort of talk about this, um, actually, and it ties really well into the work that I do in addition to mentorship, right? The work that I do in higher education. As a senior director of student affairs for a large research one institution, you know, I often have the opportunity to engage with students in dialogue, engage with students in dialogue around race or identity or other sensitive, uh, sensitive topics and issues. And, you know, when we get into these discussions, when we get into these dialogues, you know, often people feel anxious about sharing their thoughts and feelings. You know, sometimes they have an alternate perspective that maybe their peers don't want to hear or, you know, even I who and I often serve as like a facilitator for these conversations. You know, I'm often challenging, you know, students to think differently or to, you know, take a different perspective or to, to reflect on, you know, maybe someone else's lived experience whose identity might be different than theirs. And I think a lot of sometimes that can be thorny because, you know, you never want the dialogue to be contentious, but you definitely want to challenge people to think differently and challenge people to think outside of their own bubble and box. And I think that when you start calling it a safe space, then it's hard to it's hard to get, you know, students and it's hard to, to get them to be comfortable because they're like, well, this was supposed to be safe and I was supposed to be being cared for and, you know, they're attacking me and I no longer feel safe and I no longer want to be a part of it. But if we shift to emphasizing the importance of bravery, I think when I've done that with students, it helps them sort of rise to the challenge and know that like, 
there's going to be genuine dialogue here and I'm not going to allow hate speech, right? And I'm not going to allow anyone to degrade you, you know, and call it a difference of opinion, but you will be required to be challenged, to be questioned, to explain your perspective. And that might not always feel comfortable. That might not always feel safe, but I do think that it's required for what where we're, where we're going and the work that we're trying to do specifically as it relates to dialogues around diversity and social justice. And so as a mentor for professional women, I take the same approach, right? So I don't actually talk a lot about safe spaces. And I do try to, even in my content, right? Like even in my free content on social media, I, I am really thoughtful about trying to help professional women even like in the way I talk about the work that I do, help them, invite them into maybe a challenging conversation, right? So I do talk a lot about money and earning more money at work. And I do talk a lot about the myths of, you know, career and just really inviting you not to let those myths hold you back. And I do talk a lot about like the bad advice, right? The bad advice that's out in the career space and how it can really derail your entire career. And I know that some of those conversations are really hard or controversial. I have a video that's really popular called You Can't Afford to Make $50,000 Anymore. And I remember when I first put it out, people are like, oh, how could you talk about people like that? You know, that's so mean. You know, some people, you know, can't, aren't in roles where they can make more money, et cetera, et cetera. And my pushback was like, you know, sure, there are some people who are in roles that $50,000 annually may be, you know, adequate pay for the work that they do. However, what I often see in high achieving women is that they're making about $50,000 a year and it's well beneath their skill set and the value that they uh, bring to their organizations. And that's where I have concern. That's what gives me pause. That's what makes me want to shift away from just safe conversations. You know, I really want to invite you to be brave, to challenge your organization, to say, you know, I deserve to be paid well for my expertise or to be brave enough to step away from an organization who's undervaluing your expertise. And I, I, I know that, and I try to do that in my content and my free content so that when you get into my programs, you can expect that I'm going to challenge you. And in fact, one of the ways that I do that is that I put little mile markers in my program content that's called mindset shifts. So I let you know, like, we're going to, sh- we're, I'm going to share a challenging thought here. I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to invite you to change your mind about this or that, right? Like I'm inviting you to change your mind um, and you have to be brave to change your mind. Like, you know, we all come into every situation with a set of thoughts and beliefs and the, you know, ways the world is supposed to work. And it's, we have to be brave enough to change our mind. And that bravery doesn't mean that I'm not there to walk alongside you. In fact, I'm inviting you into the mindset shift with me, right? So I'm there too, but it may not feel safe to you. It may feel awkward. It may feel uncomfortable. For example, I have a mentee right now, Patty, who has been really challenged to identify the industries, impact areas, functional areas, and position titles that she should be seeking in the next stages of her career because she's trying so hard to go about it how she's always gone about it. You know, her typical strategy is to see what's out in the marketplace and align herself and her skill set with what's out in the marketplace. And what I'm really inviting her to do in a cornerstone of Mentor Me programs is to push back on that, to push away from that, not to just see what's out in the marketplace and do that, but to actually identify what you want 
and then see if what you want is out in the marketplace. And that is much more people-centered. It's much more, you know, for the specific mentee, Patty-centered, but she's having such a hard time with that because she's never been taught to put herself first. She's never been taught to prioritize her own needs and values. And now that feels sticky and hard and maybe unsafe, right? And so again, I'm not trying to help you be more safe. A lot of y'all are too safe. I'm trying to help you be more brave. I'm trying to create an environment where you feel, I guess, where you feel safe enough to be brave, if that makes sense. Like that you feel safe enough to be brave, that you have, you feel like you have enough of the tools and strategies to, to be brave and to do a new thing and to approach it in a new way. And that is a cornerstone of my mentorship practice and in the ways in which I approach this work. And If you are a woman who's tired of the safety net and you're tired of sort of doing things the safe way, you've already done it the safe way and you know that's not working. It's literally not working um, and you're still stuck in your life and career and and that's frustrating and overwhelming and you're sort of overdoing it the safe way and you're ready to step into a much more brave way to approach your life and career than I'm the mentor for you. And if that sounds like what you're looking for, then I definitely invite you to apply to work with me. You can do so on my website at mentor-me.org. I'm accepting new mentees um, for the October, November cohort. And so I invite you to apply today. Don't Don't overthink it. Don't talk yourself out of it. Do the brave thing and let's hop on a call this week so that I can learn more about you and your career development and I can understand how I can best serve you as a mentor. And I digress. And last but not least, in TVT this week, I wanted to talk Queens. It's a new show on ABC, and I'm really excited about, you know, what it might mean um, for some of the, the cast. The leads are Nadine Valquez, Eve, Naturi Naughton, and Brandy. And everybody that knows me knows that I am a huge Brandy fan. Love, love, love her work. And... I'll be honest, I was very skeptical of this show. Listen, like, I was so skeptical. Like, when I first saw it, I thought, oh my God, another empire. And if it's one thing I can't stand, it's empire. Like, that show drives me absolutely crazy. I love Taraji, but everything else about that show is a hot mess. So I was not, I was not excited about it for that reason. But I love me, love me some Brandy. And I uh, was kind of forced to watch it by my a partner. And so he turned it on one night and I was ready to hate watch it because I'm like, it's a musical. I don't have time for this. And then I told y'all that I've been really struggling with the show that Yaya is on because Lee Daniels ruins everything. And so I'm just like, I don't want to see another show centering Black women be bad like that. Oh, Lee Daniels, they've got to find a new director. It is just the most painful thing ever. So I was like really hoping for something better (laughs) than that. And I got it. I got it out of Queens. ABC officially launched Queens in the last week or so. I think the first episode came out on Tuesday, October 26th. And it was better than I anticipated. It was good. Brandy was on there singing. And that just gave me everything that I needed. Naturi Naughton is a lesbian. 
women. And I love to see just gender and sexual orientation, diversity in the show. Eve is giving us everything. And her, her the man who plays her husband in the show, I cannot remember his name. But when I tell you that man is never not working, he always, he keep a job. And I love that about him. And so I cannot remember what his name is, but um, he keep a job. And I love that about him. And so, yes, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be keeping up. You know, we'll see how it goes. You know, hopefully it stays good. But the storylines were good. It was interesting. Like, I feel like we'll be able to like, you know, really see some good singing. I mean, listening to Eve rap, like I loved it. You know, no, you want to be with a nasty, like I loved it, energy. And yeah, I don't really believe Nadine and not, Natari not to rappers, but you know, Brandy and Eve are you know, killing it. So I love it. And I'm excited about uh, the show and to see just what, where it takes these ladies. I hope that it gets a good budget. Like I hope that they are able to, you know, sustain the show. I want to see many seasons. I want to see, you know, the drama unfold, not too much drama though, but like, you know, enough drama to keep me interested. And I'm excited about it. It's good to be able to to interface Brandy on a weekly basis. And I will absolutely keep y'all updated if any plots, twists or changes in ways that I think are super interesting. Definitely check it out. If you like Queen, if you watch Queens and you liked it or if you hated it and you want to chat it up, feel free to do that on our Instagram or on our Facebook. On Facebook, we're at School and Life Pod, facebook.com backslash School and Life Pod. And on Instagram at instagram.com backslash School and Life Podcast. I am so thrilled to connect with you for another week. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.